Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And hello, Florida. Hello, Florida. It's great to be with you and back at the villages. I like the villages. Turn the mic up. It's great to be with you. It's uh, something I've wanted to do. Uh, you know, I was here four years ago in some little ballroom that held about 400 people. And I said, I want to be with the villages, everybody. I said, get a field or do something. Just go out and get a field. Go out and get a field. And that's what they did. They got a lot of people here. And I see you driving around in those beautiful golf carts, the most beautiful carts. I want to get one. I'm going to get a golf cart like that. But you have the best. And you're always fighting for me, and I'm always fighting for you, and I appreciate it. That's why we're here. And we had an exciting night last night with Sleepy Joe. But I'm always here to protect you and love, cherish, defend our nation's seniors. And not all of you are seniors. I see a lot of people that are very young in this group. And I see a lot of people that are young at heart, right? We're young at heart, all of us. And the timeless values that make this nation the greatest nation anywhere in the world. Eleven days from now, we're going to win the state of Florida. We're going to win four more years in the White House. I think Joe Biden proved last night that he's not capable of being President of the United States. Come on, Gabe. The country saw firsthand that this election is a choice between a Trump recovery, and I'll call it because that's what's happening. It's a Trump super recovery and a Biden depression because you will have a depression. Who has 401ks in this group? Anybody? He got in, wave bye-bye to your 401k, because it's going down the tubes. It's a choice between optimism, patriotic vision for American success, or Joe Biden's dark, dismal, gloomy. Did you hear what he said last night about darkness? Darkness, always darkness. But it's a gloomy vision. We're about the American dream, all about the American dream, greatest country in the world. Joe Biden is totally controlled by the radical socialist left. This country will never be a socialist country. Never. One of the most stunning moments last night was when Joe Biden admitted that he wants to abolish the oil industry. That wasn't too good. Did you see him this morning? This morning? I didn't really mean that. I didn't mean that. 
That was the last question. They talked about that. I said, whoa, this is the big point of the evening. Remember, I said, well, do you want to get rid of oil and gas? Is that, yeah, well, we want to phase it out. I said, thank you, Texas. Are you watching? Pennsylvania, Oklahoma, Ohio, are you watching? Now, now they're going around Kamala. Kamala is going around saying, no, 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 we want to keep it. This woman is a super radical left. She's against fracking. If they get in, they'll end your energy independence. We have energy independence right now. They will end it very quickly. No, they're going around trying to make, you know, that was one of the, well, we're going to have to see how it works out. But that could be one of the worst mistakes made in presidential debate history. We're going to see. We hope it is. This is perhaps the most shocking admission ever made during a debate where he goes in and he says, no fracking. But he's been saying it. No fracking. He got the nomination. All of a sudden, he's fracking. No fossil fuels and no gas-powered cars. Ultimately, let's not have cars. Let's get rid of airplanes. How about that senator from Hawaii, where she went along with the Green New Deal? And she said, yes, I'm in favor. He said, yeah, but you're not allowed to use airplanes under the Green New Deal. And she's in Hawaii. She said, well, I don't know what to tell you. And then she says, maybe we can build a bridge to Hawaii instead. She's a beauty, isn't she? She's great. Biden's plan would mean America's seniors have no air conditioning during the summer, no heat during the winter, and no electricity during peak hours. It's true. You know, he wants wind. He wants wind. You know, when the wind doesn't blow. Let's watch the president tonight, darling, on television. I'm sorry. We can't. The wind's not blowing tonight. Last night, Biden pledged to institute the most horrible and dangerous immigration policy ever in this country. Catch and release. He wants to bring it back. Took me two years to get rid of it. That's where you catch a criminal. Could be a rapist, could be a murderer, a real criminal. And you just release the criminal and say, please come back in four years. Did you see what he said last night? He said, no, and then they come back for court. I said, no, they don't come back, Joe, 1%. He said, they come back. No, I said, Joe, you don't know anything about it. They don't come back. This is a very bad policy, Joe. They don't come back. They need Perry Mason, but they don't get Perry Mason. They just don't come back. Criminals and rapists and even murderers are set free, and they're set free into our country. It's ended now. It was very hard to get ended. What I had to do to end it, I will not tell you. I will not tell the people of the villages. I won't tell the people of the villages. By the way, you, you love it here, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's a popular, it's an incredible popular place. I see it so much. It's incredible. The love, the spirit. So do you love the people that developed it? I think so, right? Right? It's nice to have somebody, but that wasn't the same love as you had for the... <laughs> no, no, somebody did a good job. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Look at this guy. Look. Beautiful. Look, it's Uncle Sam. Come here, Uncle Sam. Look at this guy. Look. This is a hell of a day, Mr. Congressman. How are you? When are you getting married? You getting married soon, please? Don't lose her, Congressman. You'll be very depressed. 
Biden says America is nothing more than an idea, right? He also said, didn't he say Antifa is just an idea too? So he's saying, <laughs> only at the villages could you say that. No, he said America was an idea, but come to think of it, he said Antifa is an idea too, right? Well, America is not an idea. It's a great country. Okay. It's a great country. And America is our home. It's a nation, and it's a nation that has borders, you know? When you have borders, you have a nation. You take away the borders. They want to take away the borders. They want to take down the wall. The wall is now 400-plus miles long. How about that? And it goes very high and very low. It goes down deep for two reasons. To hold it up is one. That's a good reason, but also for the tunnels. And Arizona is very happy. We just got back, Pam, some numbers from Arizona. Very good. Numbers from Florida. I don't want to talk about it. Look at all the fake news back there. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Look at all those people. There's the great John Roberts, who's generally speaking very good, John, generally, but he has bad moments. Hello, John. You having a good time? He's a good guy. John is good. John is good. They're not all fake. Just about 85% of them. But isn't it amazing? You know, someday I'd like to make a speech without any press. Without any press. One little mistake, and they try and take you out. And I do this four times a day. It's crazy. So we're going on a tour for the next 10 days. Can you believe it? We're down to 10, 11 days. And we'll be doing two or three of these, and then four of these. And then we're going to end up five or six of these a day. Do you believe that? Is this any kind of a life? Is this a life? Who can do that? Who can do that? Do you think... Do you think Sleepy Joe can do that? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he can do it. I knew there was a reason I wanted to be at the villages. It was a hard thing. This was very hard. They said, they have no field that's large enough. I said, do they have a polo field someplace? Let's get a polo. Look at that equipment. Look at those helicopters. How good are they? Everything's good. 2.5 trillion. We should have good helicopters. But if Biden wins, your borders will be gone and your country will be gone, frankly. Look, this is not a man that's capable. When I meet with these heads of state, the one thing I can tell you, they're sharp. They're sharp. They're not off. They're sharp. This is not a man that can handle the job. You know, he leaves his house this morning, gets up, and I'm going to talk about it. All he talks about is COVID, 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 because they want to scare people. And we've done so well with it. Now it's 99.8%. I mean, you look at what's going on. And we're rounding the turn. We're rounding the corner. We're rounding the corner beautifully. But Joe Biden was very disrespectful last night to President Barack Hussein Obama. You saw that. Barack Hussein Obama. Remember, Rush Limbaugh would always do that. He'd do Barack Hussein Obama. And Rush is doing okay. You know, Rush is great, isn't it? Do we love Rush? Well, he's got such guts. 
He's going through a lot, but he's, uh, he's got courage like few people have. He always has had courage. At last night's debate, though, he was very disrespectful, really disrespectful, when he said that he, Joe, was vice president, not president, blaming Obama when trying to make excuses for their failed immigration policies, right? You saw that? I wasn't the president, it was him. Because we talked about cages, right? I said, Joe, you built the cages. Remember, they tried to say, cages for children. And they said, Trump built cages. And then they found out it was a little problem. There was a picture in the New York Times, the failing New York Times. It's, if you take a look at what its unfunded liability is, check it out sometime. It's definitely failing. It's only a question of when. But you take a look at the failing New York Times, and they had a picture of a cage. And they thought that I built it. And it said cage. And then somebody called me. They said, sir, that was built. One of the people that helped build it. That was built in 2014. I said, 2014, I didn't happen to be president. It was built under Obama slash Sleepy Joe Biden. And uh, so did you notice when I kept saying, why did you build the cages, Joe? Why did you? And he just kept talking. He didn't want any part of it. But they started it. If you want job safety and borders, you have to vote for the party of Abraham Lincoln. Honest Abe. Vote Republican. And I'm voting early tomorrow in Florida. Do you believe it? I'm coming to vote. I came down here to vote. I actually came down here to see the villages, and tomorrow morning I'm voting here, as opposed to sending it in. You know, there's a bail I like being able to vote. I'm old-fashioned, I guess. I like to get online and if I have to stand there for two hours, maybe they'll move you up a little bit. But I like to vote. So I'm coming. I'm going to be voting here tomorrow. And I urge every one of you to go and vote. And I don't think I have to urge too many. How many people here have already voted? That's incredible. Thank you. Look at you. How many people here have voted for President Trump? How many people here have voted for Sleepy Joe Biden, please? I don't see any hints. You know, I tend to believe him, too. <laughs> Sleepy Joe, no, he's not the guy. For 47 years, Joe Biden sent American jobs to China and other nations while the Bidens vacuum up. They'll look, did you see what's going on with his son? I mean, he, he goes into a country. The guy leaves with, like, uh, volumes of money. Vacuum up. Millions of dollars all over the globe. Last night, Joe lied straight to the American people. He claimed that he had never taken a penny from any foreign source ever in my life, ever. Now, I mean, he goes and think of it. His son, without a job, his son, without a job, knows nothing about energy. Have you, th these young people in front, do you know anything about energy? No, she said no. She knows more than... Hunter. Remember, where is Hunter? Where is, by the way, where the hell is Hunter? Where is Hunter? Remember the t-shirt? I said one time, where's Hunter? The next day they had a t-shirt, where's Hunter? There he is. Hunter, you gained weight. But you look even better. You still look better. Anyway. No, but think of it. He gets lined up with this Ukrainian energy company, not the highest reputation. 183,000 a month to be on the board, right? 
gets a $3 million upfront payment. Then that's only First Nation. Then he goes, he has no knowledge of energy whatsoever. Anybody in this audience knows more. They then go to China. Let's go to China. He gets $1.5 billion to manage, meaning millions of dollars a year in fees. He then goes to Russia. He gets $3.5 million from the mayor of Moscow's wife. $3.5 million. And Obama was in charge of all of that stuff. Then they stole the Crimea. They stole the submarine port, Russia. And Russia takes it. And he's in charge of Russia, but he got three and a half million dollars. So what's going on with that? So he was in charge of Ukraine, China, Russia. That was sort of a responsibility of the vice president. And he got money from all of them. And he got it from his son. And his son made no money for years. And all of a sudden, he's making all this money. They're corrupt politicians, okay? You say what you want. And then you see the notes and you see the gentleman that got up yesterday and you see what he had to say. He's a legitimate person. But you see the notes and you see that Joe gets 10% of everything, right? And Pammy got 50% on something. And then the guy has a deal in China where he wants to get $10 million a year. $10 million a year for introductory purposes. In other words, he's going to introduce people. You know who's going to introduce his father? That's who he's going to introduce. No, it's a bad, it's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. It's corrupt as hell. I don't care what you say. It's corrupt as hell. Okay? And you know, they like to also, they say, oh, well, what about you with the kids? I don't do deals. I don't do deals. We, I used to do more deals. I was the king of deals. And I don't do deals. I keep, tell my kids, you can't. It's conflicts. Just don't do it. So it's possibly allowed. It probably is allowed. But I said, we don't need it. Just don't do them. My kids, they, these kids have done such a good job. They have done such a good job. And, and they don't do deals. The Bidens got rich while America got robbed. And how did Biden get so wealthy spending a half a century in public office? He was, he's been in public office for 47 years, almost 50 years. He used his office for personal profit at your expense, at my expense, at all of our expenses. In 2016, Florida voted to fire this depraved political establishment, and you elected an outsider as president who is finally putting America first and putting the villages first. Putting the villages. We're putting the villages first. And if I don't sound like a typical Washington politician, it's because I'm not a politician. And if I don't always play by the rules of the Washington establishment, the deep state, the rhinos, you know, the rhinos are almost worse than our enemy. The rhinos, we love those rhinos, Republican in name only. You know what that is, right? Republican in name only. We got a lot of them. But they're slowly uh, disappearing. It's amazing. They disappear into the woods. But if I don't always play by the rules of the Washington establishment, it's because I was elected to fight for you, and I fought for you harder than any president has ever fought for anybody. And with your vote, we'll continue to cut taxes. I got you the largest tax cut in the history of our country. Cut regulations, lower drug prices, 
your drugs will be going down 60, 70, 80 percent because I'm instituting what's called the favorite nations clause. You see all the commercials the drug companies are running against me? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. This is why I see politicians. This is one of the many reasons why. The other reason is that the biggest lobbyist, the biggest donator by far are the drug companies. Very powerful. A lot of money. They are taking commercials of me. I don't care. I'm doing the right thing. I instituted a favored nations clause where the United States, right now we pay the highest price of any country in the world by far. It's not even close. It's not even close. You could have a pill that sells for 10 cents identical and in the United States could sell for $3. That's how bad it is. It's terrible. So I instituted what we call a favored nations clause. So we will now go, we will be paying the lowest price matched, the lowest price anywhere in the world. And I'm getting hit hard on that one, but that's okay, Pam. Is that okay? I'll have to withstand. The commercials are unbelievable. You know, they're unbelievable. But that's okay. People get it. We want to support our police, protect our Second Amendment. They want to take your Second Amendment away. Defend our borders, maintain energy independence, and ensure more products are proudly stamped with the phrase, that gorgeous phrase, made in the USA. We'll deliver record prosperity, epic growth, and a safe vaccine It's quickly coming that will help end. By the way, it's ending anyway. It's going to end. You're going to have surges. Look at Europe. They have a surge. And it goes down. Look at Florida. You have a great governor, by the way. You have a great governor. And you have an even better first lady, but I won't say that. Now you have a great governor. In fact, the governor is going to go to Canada. I gave him the right. He's going to Canada where they pay 50% less for the same drug. And he is going to buy for the state of Florida, until this favored nations kicks in, where you go down 70, 80, 90 percent. And last year was the first year in 52 years that drug prices in this country went down. Not by much, but they went down. They didn't go up. One percent. Not much. Not proud. One percent. But with favored nations, you'll go down 50, 60, 70, maybe even 80 percent in drug prices. But I gave your governor the right to go to Canada and buy drugs in Canada, the same exact drug from the same factory, same company, 50% and even more discount. And so you're going to start seeing it fast. And then ultimately, the favored nations will kick in. So I better be president when all this stuff happens. Can you imagine? It's all done. Can you imagine if Sleepy Joe said, I've done a very good job on drug pricing. What did you do, Joe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I do. So we're going to thank you very much. We're going to quickly end this pandemic, this horrible plague that came in from China. They should have stopped it. And we're not going to forget what they did. We're not forgetting at all. You know, I'd signed a great trade deal with China. Recently, they had the biggest order of corn in the history of our country, biggest order of soybeans, biggest order of beef. But you know what? It's no longer the same to me. Doesn't mean the same. Would have been great. I would have been so proud of it. But now I don't view it the same. Normal life. That's all we want. Normal life will fully resume. We had the greatest economy in our history. 
And next year will be the greatest economic year in the history of our country. We're doing it. We, got a, we have a Super V going up. If you look at housing, if you look at cars, if you look at car production, nobody can believe the numbers. And you're going to have a number re- released very soon. And the number is going to be, think of it, think of this. You're going to have a GDP. Now, the Fed, Atlanta, I believe, the Atlanta Fed projected GDP of 35% in the third quarter. I don't know if it's going to be 35 In any event, that would be higher than any GDP ever in history, and many times higher than our highest, which I think was like 7 or 8%. 35%, we'll see. We'll see. Whether it was, if it was 20%, if it was 12%, I'd say it was great. But they just came out, they said 35%. Who knows if they're right? We're going to see. Here's the good news. It's going to be announced right before November 3rd right before and i'm willing to take my chances being a gambling man i'm willing to take my chances i think it's going to be a magnificent whether it's 25 35 20 no matter what it is it's going to be a great number because we're doing numbers like nobody would believe we thought we'd have an unemployment of 40 42 percent you know what it was it dropped down to 7.8 percent And yesterday, Larry Kudlow called, the great Larry Kudlow, and he said, by a certain standard, it's 5.8%. Think of that. And we're in the midst of rounding out, but in the midst of a pandemic. It's actually amazing what everybody has done. And I've been given a lot of help with some of the people over here. I gave you the largest tax cut and reforms in American history. And we will cut taxes further. And we're cutting taxes for the middle class We're cutting taxes for people that need jobs, and nobody's ever done it at a level like we've done it. By contrast, Sleepy Joe Biden will give you the single biggest tax hike in the history of our country. He's talking about quadrupling taxes, four trillion in taxes so he can waste it on the Green New Deal. The Green New Deal. No cars, no airplanes, no cows, no cows, you know. Whatever happened? Did they ever leave the cows in? I think they had to take that out, right, remember? Originally, it was no cows. They didn't want to have any cattle or cows, which is pretty brutal when you think of it, right? He'll bury you in regulations, dismantle your police departments, dissolve our borders, confiscate your guns, terminate religious liberty, destroy your suburbs. You know, I'm always saying, I'll tell you, the the fraudulent media, so I always get up and I have fun. Please, please, suburban women, you should love me. I ended the regulation that's going to destroy the suburbs. Please, please, suburban women, you should love me. You know, because somebody said I'm not doing that well with suburban women. I said, why? You know, last time I was supposed to be doing terribly with women. Then I got 52%. They said, what the hell happened with Trump and women all of a sudden? Remember, they said Trump did well with women. So, now they go. So I kid, I kid. I say, please, please, suburban women, please, please love me, suburban women. I want you to love me. Because I got rid of the regulation that's going to destroy your neighborhood. You don't want to have projects next to your house. You don't want to have crime in the suburbs, etc., right? So I go on 60 Minutes and she says, Leslie Stahl, that's another beauty. She goes, she goes, you were begging, you were begging suburban women to love you, weren't you? I said, no, no, I was just having fun. We were just having fun. These people are sick. They are bad. 
They are bad. But they want to decimate Florida seniors and seniors, all seniors, okay? And by the way, what I've done for suburban women, but suburban people, people that live in the suburbs, you know, that's the, that's really the dream. That's the American dream. And you know, 30% of the people, because people say, oh, is that racist? 30% of the people living in the suburbs are minority groups, Hispanic American, Black American. Think of it. Asian American, 30, 31% are from minority groups. For years, Joe Biden fought to cut your Social Security. He wanted, he wanted to cut it. He wanted to knock it out. And Medicare, a fact which Joe is now falsely denied. You notice? Oh, I loved it yesterday, the way he denied that. So does that mean you want to get rid of fossil fuel, Joe? Oh, uh, yes, that's what it means. Oh, thank you. This debate, let's end it. Let's end it right now. By the way, I got treated very, I thought, very fairly by the anchor. I thought, right? Kristen, I was surprised. She's been a little bit rough on me over the years. I was surprised. But her, you know, network has been crazy. NBC, Concast, C-O-N, Concast. But I thought Kristen did a very good job yesterday. Some people said she interrupted me much more than she interrupted Sleepy Joe. But that's because he didn't have that much to say, so. But no, I thought she was fair. I said it during the show. I said, I think you've handled it very professionally. It's not easy. So today I want to show you Joe Biden's own words. The video I'm about to play was created by Bernie Sanders, Crazy Bernie. You know, Bernie's the single greatest loser. The way he loses, he gets sportsmanship of the year, right? What they did to him four years ago was quite terrible. What they did to him this year was even, then he just goes back to Congress and talks. He's crazy Bernie. A lot of his people are going to come with us because you know why? They love our trade policy. Because he, like me, understands how badly we've been taken advantage of by other countries, including our allies, by the way. The video I'm about to play was created by Crazy Bernie earlier this year to expose Joe Biden's atrocious record and his egregious lies. Go ahead, play it, Mr. DeMille. Let me ask you a question, so, Yeah. You're right here with me. Yeah. Have you been on the floor of the Senate? You were in the Senate for a few years. Yeah. Time and time again, talking about the necessity, with pride, about cutting Social Security, cutting Medicare, cutting veterans programs. No. You never said that? No. When I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans. I meant every single solitary thing in the government. Look, here's the deal. You're an honest guy. Why don't you just tell the truth here? We all make I, mistakes. I, I am telling the truth. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice, I tried it a third time, and I tried it a fourth time. Joe, let me repeat it again. I want you just to... Uh, be straight with the American people. I am saying that you have been on the floor of the Senate time and time again talking about the need to cut Social Security, Medicare, and veterans programs. Is that true or is that no, not true? No, it's not true. What that is, is not true? That is not true. I meant veterans, but I meant every single solitary thing in the government. Everything was on the table. I did not support any of those cuts in Social Security or in Veterans Whoa, benefits. whoa, whoa. You, you, everything was on the table. All right, you're right. You just said it. Including, in your judgment, cuts the Social Security and Veterans. In order to get the 
kinds of changes we need on other okay. things related. Joe, but, it just, didn't, but we did not cut it. I, I know, because people like me helped stop that. All that I would say to the American people, go to YouTube. It's all over the place. Joe said it many, many times. And I'm surprised. You know, you can defend that or change your mind on it, but you can't deny the reality. I'll tell you what. Do these people do a good job? Do they do a good job? No, he's a liar. He lies about everything. He's now lying about not being a corrupt politician. He's, I called him last night. He's a corrupt politician. I don't want to say that, but he's a corrupt politician. And he'll lie. But he lied about that. He lied about fracking. And he'll look at you and he'll lie. He goes, there will be no fracking, will be no fracking. This goes on for a year. Then he goes to Pennsylvania. He says, there'll be fracking. And then you'll say, well, wait, you said there will be none. They'll say, no, I never said that. This guy is either really stupid or he lies, just at a level that nobody's ever seen before. By the way, that's a great video. Who did that video? I love that video. Who the hell did it? I have some good, talented people. Under my leadership, no one will touch your Medicare and nobody will touch your Social Security, okay? By the way, that's a devastating video. That's a devast I just saw it for the first time. That's devastating. Now Biden's pushing free government health care, which is socialized medicine, and mass amnesty for illegal aliens, meaning he wants to take care of illegal aliens before he takes care of our seniors. And you know, the problem is we all want to take care of everybody. But if you ever do that, where you give Medicare, you give free everything, including education, you're going to have this country swamped with millions and millions of people from all over the world wanting to pour in to get it. You can't do it. And it would obliterate your Medicare and your Social Security. Totally obliterated. Joe Biden cares more about illegal aliens than he does about senior citizens. And that's true. And you see it in that clip. I believe that American seniors must come first. Okay? Must come first. That's true. Must come first. Last night, Biden outlined a plan to create socialized medicine, raiding Medicare to fund his government takeover. Biden's running mate, the most liberal member of the United States Senate. And by the way, Kamala will not be your first female president. She will not be your first female president. It's not the way it's supposed to be. We're not supposed to have a socialist. Look, we're not going to be a socialist nation. We're not going to have a socialist president, especially a female socialist president. We're not going to have it. We're not going to put up with it. It's not going to happen. Most liberal member, more so than Bernie, of the U.S. Senate, co-sponsors a socialist health care plan to end Medicare, as you know it, and Medicare works. Medicare works. We love our Medicare. It does work. And eliminate Medicare Advantage which nearly two million Florida seniors depend on, including one out of every two Hispanic seniors. You see how well I'm doing with Hispanic? You see? They're going crazy. No, they're going crazy. They don't know what happened. They're going like our Democrat rivals. They're having a lot of time. African-American doing well. Hispanic. The Hispanic is like, they don't know what's going on. Not the Hispanics, I'm talking the Democrats. They're saying, what the hell is going on here? Oh, you're going to have a big surprise. You know that beautiful, beautiful, good, you heard about the red wave, right? It's called the great wave. We're all waiting for that great 
red wave. But you know, you know, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be all these votes are going to come in and then we catch them up later on because our people like to go to vote like me. But we catch up later on. There's only one problem. In a lot of cases, we're already winning. This is before the wave. We're already winning. So a lot of interesting things are happening. And those guys back there are saying, well, some of them like it, I think. But you know the interesting thing without me? You know what's going to happen to their ratings? Boom. Boom. Can you imagine if you had four years of covering Sleepy Joe? It wouldn't be four years. Since I took office, we've reduced Medicare Advantage premiums by 34 percent. Good management. Socialist health care programs like the one supported by Biden and Harris always end up denying coverage to the sick and the elderly in order to reduce the soaring cost. Our opponents want to turn America into a communist Cuba, into a socialist Venezuela. If you look at the ideology that these people are talking about, take a look at Portland with the anarchists all over the place. By the way, we're asking the governor for approval to go in and clean out that mess, which has been going on for 140 days. But it's really been going on for many years. It's been going on like for Portland. Anarchists, and they'd be so easy. Take look at what we did in Minneapolis. After 10 days of rioting and everything else, we sent in the National Guard. They lined up. They lined up again, again, again. World's most expensive outfits, 250000 apiece. Helmets that are like a solid computer, right? And they had their tear gas. They had their pepper spray, which the Democrats don't want you to use. They don't want you to use anything. They want you to get hit. They want you to get hit with rocks and stones. But they had their tear gas hit, and they just marched forward. In one half hour, the whole thing was over. It was all over. The only problem is they should have called us in sooner. If Biden wins, the radical left will transform this country into something that you will not recognize. They'll want to shatter the middle class with trillions of dollars in new taxes, $4 trillion, pack the Supreme Court with far left judges, 16, 18, 20, and how do you like Amy Coney Barrett? Right? Everybody. She's great. She's great. She's great. She made them look a little foolish, didn't she? As the Democrats went after her, it was like, bomb. What do you have written down? What do you have written down on your pad? Nothing. Right? It's sort of cool. Happened to be a Republican that asked the question, but figured that one out, right? They want to unleash the violent rioters, criminal aliens, MS-13 killers, and they will indoctrinate your grandchildren and your children with poisonous anti-American lies in their schools, which I've ended, which we've ended. If you want your grandchildren to grow up in a free nation where they can speak their minds and pursue the American dream, then you must defeat sleepy Joe Biden and the radical left. You have to do it. And it's not really Joe. Look, let's face it. Joe doesn't have a clue. But he's surrounded by people that are definitely, they've got some problems. You got to reject the left-wing fascism and vote for American freedom.
Our country is set to be greater than ever before. Watch. Watch. We're set. We're joined today by some incredible people. And a man I just mentioned, he's just a friend of mine. He said, I'd love to run for governor. And he did run, and I endorsed him, and he ran. And, and he went like a, a rocket ship. He was a great candidate. Then he had to run a candidate against a very, very powerful, very powerful, great Democrat with a tremendous future. They said he's going to be the future of the Democrat Party. How's he doing, by the way? Is he doing fine? Yeah. I think uh, Ron did him a favor by beating him. He did the Democrats a favor by beating him, right? But uh, Ron DeSantis became your governor. You have an incredible first lady in Casey DeSantis, and they're here. Hey, Ron, how are we doing? If we don't win, I'll never speak to him again. A warrior, great guy that uh, has always been there for me. He's tough, he's strong, he's smart. Congressman Mike Waltz. Congressman. And a man with maybe the greatest name in politics, who also, whenever you need him, he's there and he loves your state and he loves our country. Daniel Webster. How's that name? Bro? How is that name? Hello, Daniel. What a name, Dan. With a name like that, how can you lose in politics, right? Daniel Webster. Congressional candidate who's way ahead in the polls, Kat Kamek. Way ahead. How's that? How's that number looking, Kat? It's huge. <laughs> She's doing great. She's a future star, and a future and current and past star, and a really great friend of mine. Somebody that has always been there. Former Florida Attorney General. She could have anything she wanted, by the way. Anything. Former Attorney General Pam Bondi. Great woman, great person. She could have anything she wants. She could go, what are you going back into running or something? Or anytime you want to come into the administration, just call. But I hear she's doing very well, to put it mildly, right? All Biden and his handlers in the media want to talk about today is COVID, COVID, COVID. You know that. You turn on CNN. Look, their light just went off. You turn on CNN. You turn on MSDNC. You turn on this network, there's COVID, 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 COVID. On November 4th, you won't hear anything about it because we are rounding that time. You won't hear. But they want to scare you to try to make you vote for Biden. That's all he can talk about because his record is horrible. And by the way, his record with the H1N1, which he always reverses, swine flu, was horrendous. The person that ran it, his, his uh, chief of staff, right, chief of staff, ran it. The person, the chief of staff, said it was a catastrophe. We didn't know what we were doing. It was an absolute disaster. Now he's going to come in and tell us what to do. Do you ever see where he said, you were late? Except when I closed it to China, 
He said I shouldn't close it. For two and a half months, he said I shouldn't close it. Then he ultimately admitted that he was wrong. And then he amazingly got a nomination, which he should have never gotten, because you know why? Pocahontas, if she would have gotten out three days early. It's true, she took all of Bernie's on, on Super Tuesday. It's true. She took all of, do you agree with that, Congressman? She took all of his votes away. All he needed was a few more votes. He would have won every state. So you have somebody that really got a little bit lucky. You know, in primetime, they used to call him 1% Joe. Now, in far less than primetime, he gets a nomination. Figure this one. Only in the world of politics can this happen. But if you watch CNN and MSDNC, the networks, it's all they talk about. They focus on case numbers. You know case numbers? You know why we have so many case numbers? Because we do more testing than any country in the world times 5, 10, 20. You have many countries don't do any testing, so they don't have any cases. You have many, many countries that have very few cases because they don't do testing. We test. We have tests like you wouldn't believe. You know, we got started because the fake news would say, where's the testing? We did more. We have the best tests in the world, and there's plenty good about testing, too. The bad thing is you find cases. Baron Trump, right? Young man, 14, strong. So he tests positive. I said, oh, that's terrible. They said, no, it's okay. The doctor, great doctor, White House doctor, Sean. I said, like 15 seconds later, how's Baron doing? He's all better, sir. I said, what are you talking about? The fact is, young people, 99.99 or something, young people, their immune systems, I hate to say it, they're a little stronger than our immune systems, right? Although I got it, and here we are, right? Here we are, it works out good. Here we are. And the good news, once you get it, you're immune. Now, it used to be before I got it, you were immune for life. I heard you were immune for life. Once I got it, they said, no, it's only four months, okay? We have a double stand. You ever notice that? It was always like, once you get it, you're immune. I get it. Nope, it's only good for four months. It's a fake news. Last night, Biden, in his very weak debate performance, said, did you see some of the debates? 91% to 9. 91% in my favor to 9. 91 to 9. I like that. I like the sound of that. But last night, he said, America is entering a dark winter. Isn't that really inspirational? He's running for president. Think of it. We have this guy that can't even speak, and he goes, we're entering a dark winter. So inspirational. But he's trying to scare people, basically. He's trying to get something, because he's been such a failure at every level of government that this is something. But what they don't remember is the swine flu and how bad it was. But I bring that up whenever I can. But we're not entering a dark winter. We're entering the final turn and approaching the light at the end of the tunnel. That's the way I look at it. I took very rapid action to ban travel from China and Europe, and Biden opposed it. We pioneered incredible therapies, and we reduced the fatality rate by 85%. Think of that, what we've learned, what we've learned. And we went out and we made uh, just incredible things. The equipment we made, the equipment the, that we bought, the ventilators. We're the king of ventilators now as a country. We, everybody has ventilators. We're sending them all over the world. We're making them by the thousands. We're the only one who could do anything like that. It's the biggest mobilization of anything since World War II, the ventilators.
the big thing. And I'm working to make the antibody treatment that I received available free to anybody that needs it. And we'll have it done pretty soon. All I know, I can talk to this group because we have something in common. All I know is I didn't feel too good. And it's been a long time since I didn't feel so good. Long, I didn't have time to feel bad, right? But I didn't feel so good. I said, Doc, I'm not feeling too great here. And he said, let me check it out. Oh, you're positive. Oh, that's not what I wanted to hear. But I can't, I can't put myself into a basement of the White House. I don't have that luxury. No, no, I'm the President of the United States. I can't put myself into a beautiful bedroom and not come out for a year and a half someplace at the White House. I got to work. I meet with military leaders. I meet with foreign leaders. I meet with gold star families. I meet with so many people. I can't close myself up. And I say, oftentimes, you know, I just met a lot of people. That's risky. And then one day I got it. I mean, I got it. And First Lady got it. But we got it. You see a lot of people. But we have a job to do. And we beat it. And we beat it. And we beat it. It was good. But I will tell you, I wasn't feeling great. And I'm laying in bed. And the one thing with your president, you're going to find this out, Mr. Congressman, one thing. When you're president, you're not feeling good. You're laying in a bed. You got more doctors than any human being has ever had. I had 12 doctors. I had doctors from the greatest schools in the world. Johns Hopkins was there and Walter Reed Medical Center. These people are unbelievable, the job they do. The job they do for our incredible soldiers, our wounded warriors, our people that come home that, that uh, badly injured, badly hurt. The job they do is incredible. So I'm laying there, not feeling my best. And every doctor had a different specialty, right? And I had more hands on me than any human being. And I didn't like it. I said, come on, let's make this quick. But the bottom line is I took this Regeneron, it's called. And I wake up the next morning and I felt like Superman. It's like, wow, get me out of here. I got to get back to the people. Now, I don't know. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it was me. No, there he is, Superman. Look at that. Super Trump. Wow, look at this guy. Uh, do you live at the Villages? I don't think so. I don't, do you? you? No, do you really? This guy lives at the Villages. I think I'll move in. I have an idea. I will sell Mar-a-Lago. And I'll move to the villages. I, you know what? Not the worst idea. I like that idea. I like that idea. I like the people here. We'll have 100 million vaccine doses before the end of this year. And seniors will be the first in line. That's We're taking care of our seniors. Under my plan, you will get incredible life-saving therapies. Our therapies are incredible. Remdesivir just got approved. You saw that just today. Got approved. And the FDA has moved at a pace that they've never moved before. They're approving things in weeks, which used to take years. That's a little prodding for me, I have to be honest with you. But they, they're doing it. They're doing it. They're doing a great job. You will get a vaccine that ends the epidemic or the pandemic, and it ends it and eradicates it. But without it, it goes away, but with it, it goes away faster, and it's going to happen very, very soon. You're going to have it very soon. A lot of great companies are right there. You'll get to see your friends, families, and loved ones, and you'll get to enjoy being with them in their golden years. It's a sad thing where you can't 
be near people. I mean, did you ever hear of anything like this? You can't be near people when they're in trouble. But we're we're going to be uh, very close. We're very, very close. You watch. Under Biden's plan, you'll be locked down for years. The cure will be worse than the problem itself. Remember that. You got to lead your life. And you know what? Some people want to stay in, and that's good. Do it. Do it. Don't, you know, I'm sort of like, lead your life, right? And some people agree with me. Some people. But if you want to stay in, if you want to do what you're doing, you do it. If you want to get out, you want to be careful and socially distance and all of the things. And you can wear a mask if you can't socially distance. But there are a lot of things you can do. But some people want to stay in, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. But you're going to have a vaccine, and it's going to be an incredible success. Wait till you see these vaccines that they're coming out with. And you're going to have therapeutics and therapies and cures. You know, to me, the cure or the therapy is more important than the vaccine. Not everybody agrees. I think, you know, you go in, and even the fact that you know it's there, like uh, Regeneron, I mean, it had a hell of an effect on me. And uh, somebody said, I looked better last night than I used to. And I said, I think it was Regeneron. No, it's, uh, it's uh, very, but to me, I don't know, I, you know, maybe uh, I'm not right, not everybody agrees, but to me, knowing that there's something that can knock it out, to me, is actually more important than a vaccine. But the vaccines are coming, therapeutics are already here and coming, and in my opinion, the therapeutics in some cases are already cures. Under my administration, we built the greatest economy in the history of the world, and now we're doing it again. So it's called Make America Great Again Again. <laughs> right? Make America great again again. So we're going to change all the hats. You're going to have to go out and buy a new one. It's going to have again, comma, again, exclamation point. In my first three years, we increased family income over $6,000 more than five times the gains in all eight years under the last administration. Think of what that means. African-American unemployment, Hispanic-American unemployment, and Asian-American unemployment all reached their lowest levels ever recorded, right? We lifted nearly 7 million Americans out of poverty, including more than 1.5 million Hispanic Americans. And when the virus hit, we experienced the smallest contraction, think of that, the smallest, of any major country and the fastest recovery of any country in the world. We're recovering at a level that nobody's seen. And that's despite the fact that Democrat governors have a lot of their states closed. When you look at Michigan, although we just won the court case against her, the only one that was given freedom was her husband. Right? He was the only one that was allowed to go sailing on the lake. Nobody else could do it. But we just won the case. It was unconstitutional what she was doing. She was running it like a prison camp. And you have Pennsylvania, and you have North Carolina, and you have other places. They got to open them up. I guarantee, November 4th, they'll say, well, we've decided to open. They just want to keep the numbers down as much as possible. It's not going to help them. Since April, we created a record 11.4 million jobs. Under Biden, it took 30 months to recover more than half of the jobs lost in a crisis. We did it in five months. Think of that. 30 months, five months. And they had the slowest recovery in history, or in 1929, since 1929, 
They don't know which. They say it both ways. But 1929 is a long time ago. It was the slowest recovery since 1929. We've achieved energy independence, and we've done it while protecting our pristine environment. I recently signed an order placing a moratorium on offshore drilling off the coast of Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and I decided to add Florida. Is that okay? We added Florida. We didn't want to make you too unhappy. Now we added Florida right at the beginning. Under my leadership, we achieved the most secure border in U.S. history, and we're finishing the wall 400 miles, and Mexico is paying for the wall. You do know that, okay? They like to say, you know, after years of fighting for it, I made a terrible mistake. I should have said, we will not build a wall. We will never, ever build a wall. We will never build a wall. And the Democrats would have insisted that I build it. Right? We should have done that. If we did that, we'd have no problem. It took me two years to get this thing done. But when you're a developer from New York or a developer anywhere, getting financing is always uh, not so hard. The Biden-Harris plan would also increase refugee admission by over 700 percent. Think of that. Refugee admission. This is agreed to. This We call it the manifesto between Joe and Crazy Bernie, and AOC plus three, too, you know? She's a great student. You know, she drew the environmental plan. She's a great student of the environment. How many days do you think she spent at her college studying the environment? Three? They pledged to terminate all national security travel bans. They will open the floodgates to radical Islamic terrorism. And you saw what happened in France just the other day, and we sent our sincere Best wishes to the President. Macron is doing a good job, not an easy job. I'm keeping the terrorists, jihadists, and violent extremists out of our country. Keep them the hell out. You know, I instituted a ban, and they all said I was a bad guy. But you know what? I'll be a bad guy. Does anybody object to the ban on having radical Islam come in? The radical Islamic terrorists, no, we do have a ban. We invested $2.5 trillion in rebuilding our U.S. military. It's the best and strongest it's ever been, all made in the U.S. With the best equipment in the world, hydrosonic rockets go seven times faster than what we have right now. Think of it. We have the greatest military that we've ever had. And when I came here first, the world's most overrated general said to me, Sir, we have no ammunition. I said, that's not good. No president should ever hear that. But we now have ammunition like we've never had ammunition before. And for our veterans, we have veterans here. We passed VA choice and VA accountability, right? Thank you, fellas. Thank you. VA choice, VA accountability, right? And everyone said that could never happen. And we just got a 91% approval rating from the vets. It's never happened. It's never been anywhere near that. Do uh, you ever remember, you know, you were growing up, we're living, every night they'd have in the news these horror stories about the vets and how badly they were. You don't see that anymore. Now, they'll go out and they'll find a vet someplace that's unhappy. And you'll see it tonight, right? There he is. Look, Uncle Sam is unhappy. Oh, look at this guy. He, you look good. Wow. Wow. You 105 years old. Wow. 
Beautiful couple. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Wow. Thank you very much. 105. You look like you're, to me, about 68. You look beautiful. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Beautiful. That's great. We killed the leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi. We took out the mass murder of American troops. Soleimani is dead. I withdrew from the last administration's disastrous Iran nuclear deal. I recognized the true capital of Israel and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem. And instead of never-ending wars in the Middle East, we have now, for the first time, very close to Middle East peace without blood all over the sand. We just signed another day. We just signed another one today. UAE, Bahrain, and today Sudan, and we have them lined up. Nobody thought this was going to happen. It turns out that I'm the peace president. Nobody thought that. Remember, they used to say he'll be at war. Remember, they said North Korea. You would have been, had Hillary won, crooked Hillary, you'd be at war, in a nuclear war with North Korea. Whatever happened to that war, right? Remember? Biden will trap us in nothing but endless Middle East wars and other wars because he has no clue. I did more in 47 months than Sleepy Joe Biden did in 47 years. A vote for Republicans is a vote for safe communities, great jobs, and a limitless future for all Americans. It's a vote for the American dream. It really is. It is. It's a vote for the American dream. Over the next four years, we will make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world. And we will end our reliance on China once and for all that's already started. We will hire more police, increase penalties for assaults on law enforcement, and we will ban deadly sanctuary cities where we protect criminals. We will uphold religious liberty, free speech, and the right to life, and we will keep, remember this, we will hold on to our Second Amendment. Let me put it very simply. Because your Second Amendment is in serious. Your Second Amendment without me is in serious trouble. I'll tell you, think about this. You know, when you think about it, I said the other day, it's, I'm standing here. We got the Democrats. We got the fake news. We got the lamestream media. We have the big tech. We have the rhinos. We have the deep state. We have bad Republicans, mostly good, right? We had a 96% approval rating the other day in the Republican Party, and 53% overall. Did you see that? 53%. That scares them. They don't like the 53%. 53% does not lose elections, right? In history, in history, when you're at 53%, you don't lose elections. So they're getting a little bit nervous now. But, you know, we've had all these different groups, and here we stand. And we have the White House, and they don't. Think of it. We have the White House, and they don't. And we stop them from doing very bad things. We will strike down terrorists who threaten our citizens, and we will keep America out of these endless, ridiculous, long-term foreign wars. 19 years in Afghanistan. They're all coming home. They're all coming home. We will maintain America's unrivaled military might, and we will ensure peace through strength.
We will end surprise medical billing, require the biggest thing that you're going to see, price transparency. Doesn't sound like much. It's bigger than healthcare. It's already done. Kicks in on January 1st. Further reduce the cost of prescription drugs. That's favored nations. And we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. Always, always. America will land the first woman on the moon, and the United States will be the first nation to land an astronaut on Mars. And NASA is now the most incredible thing that you've ever seen. And let me tell you, when I took over three and a half years ago, it was an abandoned mess. We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our schools. We will teach our children to love our country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, In God We Trust. For years, you had a president who apologized for America. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the great people of Florida. For the last four years, I have been going to battle for you with everything I have. There has never been a president who has been treated so badly as I have. Well, it's all turning. It's all just fine. Thank you. And by the way, this should never happen to another president again. We caught them spying on our campaign. We caught them cheating. We caught them doing all sorts of really bad things. They should really, honestly, what happened to them, what they did to us, they spied, they cheated, it's treason. Let's see what happens, let's see what happens. But it's a disgrace, it's a and it should never ever happen to another president. But now I am relying on you to get your friends, to get your family, to get your neighbors, get your co-workers, and get out and vote, so important. From Tampa to Tallahassee, from Jacksonville to Fort Lauderdale, places I all know very much. From Pensacola, where I'm going in a little while, to the villages. We stand on the shoulders of red-blooded American patriots who poured out their heart, sweat and soul. And you did that. You poured out your heart, you poured out your sweat and your soul to secure our liberty, our liberty, right? And defend our great freedom as a nation. We inherit the legacy of American heroes who crossed the oceans, blazed the trails, settled the continent, tamed the wilderness, laid down the railroads, dug out the Panama Canal, raised up the great skyscrapers, won two world wars, defeated fascism and communism. And from here in this beautiful state, landed our brave American astronauts on the face of the moon. We made America into the single greatest nation in the history of the world and the best 
is yet to come. True. Proud citizens like you help build this country, and together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people. That's what we're doing. With your help, your devotion, your drive, we are going to keep on working, we are going to keep on fighting, and we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. We are one movement, and you know, there has never been a movement like this, you know? There's never been crowds like this. There's never been crowds. And this isn't even a rally. This is a stop at the villages. This isn't a rally. I have a rally in a little while, Pensacola. But this isn't a rally. This is a stop at the villages to say hello to people that have been with me so long. I've been seeing it. I've been seeing it. You're willing to get in fights from your golf carts? You're willing to do whatever the hell is? Where is that person? I love that person. I love our people. But this is just a friendly stop at the villages, and look what happens, right? It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But there never has been a movement like this. There's been movements, but you've never had. You know, when Joe Biden stops, if he has three, four people, I mean, no, seriously, he has the circles. You know the little circles? Which I love. The guy that does the circles is very good, very neat. I'm a perfectionist. Nice, big, beautiful yellow. They're very far apart because he can't get any people. There's only five of them. And they have a hard time filling them up. And here we have thousands of people. We have, no matter where we go, there has never been a movement like this. And it's a movement of loving our country. It's a movement of not letting these maniacs take over our country and destroy it. So I just think it's such a great honor to finally be with the villages. I wanted to do this so long. I wanted to do it last time. And I told you I did, but they gave me this big ballroom that held not enough people. And the place was packed outside, but it's just, this is really great. And I want to thank my people for putting this together. This was great. We are one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together with the incredible, unbelievable, beautiful people of the villages and of Florida, we have made America powerful again. We have made America wealthy again. We have made America strong again. We have made America proud again. We have made America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, villages. We love you, villages. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Get out and vote.
President Trump has just wrapped up his remarks here in the villages, and he is now headed over to Pensacola, Florida, for what he said is a rally. I don't know how this is not a rally. Look at this crowd. Look at this president dancing, getting into it with the crowd. He is incredible, man. We're going to reelect him, plain and simple. Let me tell you guys about our partner for the day, Disney Coins. Disney Coins is the epitome of made in America because they are made in the USA by machines made in America, by people who deeply love this country. Coins are made with genuine silver and copper. Coins are valuable and unique. They're 20 plus patriotic designs and they add two new designs every month. We're collecting them. You should collect them right along with us. They make great stocking stuffers, birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, etc. And Disney Coins is giving 10% profits back to conservative causes and organizations, those that are meaningful to you. So go to DisneyCoins.com. Please go to DisneyCoins.com. That is our partner for the day. Support Disney Coins. Support a patriotic company. Also, support Made in America company like RSBN, Right Side Broadcasting. We could not do this without you. You guys are incredible. We are going to re-elect this president with your support. Please go to rsbnetwork.com slash donate for supporters. rsbnetwork.com slash donate. You can mail check to our physical address, 1550 Opelika Road, Suite 6, Box 344, Auburn, Alabama, 36830. You can also donate via Super Chat, which I'm about to read off right now. We got Mary, thank you for your Super Chat. We got a new member, Esther. Another super chat from Kathy. We got a super chat from Bandman. I think I said that right. Melody, thank you for your super chat. Raj, thank you for your super chat. We appreciate everyone that has tuned in today. Got another one from Steppenwolf. Says God bless y'all, RSG, and we love you. We love you too. We love every single one of you. Make sure, make sure that you subscribe to RSBN. Hit the subscribe button with the bell notification. Like, share, and I'm gonna let Father Frank wrap this bad boy up. Father Frank, go ahead and bring us home. Well, thank you, Mike. Uh, thank you, uh, Joe. Thanks to the whole team. And uh, listen, friends, we gotta win this election, and that means the rally continues. I want to invite you to connect with President Trump's army. Go to Team Trump on Instagram, Team Trump on Twitter, Official Team Trump on Facebook, and this is where you can get day by day the best talking points and the best tools to bring this race home. You know what? We got to win the House, we got to win the Senate to save this country, and the White House. You can connect with me also on Twitter and Instagram and Parler, FR Frank Pavone. That's for Father Frank Pavone, FR Frank Pavone. And I love to keep in contact with you. And finally, brothers and sisters, aside from all the accomplishments of this president, we need to tell our friends, we need to tell our fellow citizens that this is just a nice guy. He has the virtues of kindness, generosity, compassion, and he has shown that through all his life. He has shown that as president. This man is a good man. Don't let anybody try to uh, say, oh yeah, maybe he made these accomplishments, but I have concerns about him as a person. He is a great person. Like the Lord said, a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. 
and boy has he borne good fruit for our country. So thank you, Mike. Thank you yeah. all. One second. Yeah, they couldn't hear us because the music is just absolutely blaring. Hey, you guys wanted to hear YMCA. You heard it. You got to hear YMCA, guys. So uh, if for those of you that couldn't hear, we want to thank every last one of you for tuning in, supporting us at Right Side Broadcasting. We're almost entirely viewer-funded, almost entirely viewer-supported. Go to rsvnetwork.com slash donate. Send us to President Trump's next rally. He's in Pensacola tomorrow. and then, Or tonight, sorry. He's in Pensacola tonight. And then tomorrow, he's in Wisconsin. He's in Ohio and in North Carolina. Sunday, he's in New Hampshire. And then on Monday, he's in Pennsylvania twice. And then on Monday or on Tuesday, he's in Michigan again. And then he's in Nebraska. And then uh, somewhere else in the Midwest. But guys... Over the next, like, 10 days, this man's probably doing 100 rallies, and we would like to send a correspondent and a cameraman, if not two, to each one of those, and that can only happen with your support. Go to rsbnetwork.com slash donate. You can also mail a check to our physical address, 1550 Opelika Road, Suite 6, Box 344, Auburn, Alabama, 36830. Do it. Support us on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the bell notification so you get notified every single time we go live. And it's crucial. We got 10 days, 11 days, 10 days, somewhere in the middle, to re-elect this president and save our sovereign nation-state republic, the United States of America. Can we get President Trump taken off here before we throw it back to Joe in the studio? We're going to get this going, man. We're going to win this bad boy. Look at our great president. Look at all these patriots out here. They're not leaving until he leaves. We're following him everywhere he goes, whether he's in Nevada, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Florida, Wisconsin, Minnesota, or the White House, or Walter Reed Medical Center. We are following this president. We stick with him because he sticks with us. We support him because he supports us. The first president in my lifetime to never start a war, lower taxes. All of the world's worst people hate him. And that's why we love him, because he stands with we the people. He stands up to this country. Lowest black unemployment, lowest Hispanic unemployment, Asian unemployment. We're going to reelect Donald J. Trump in 11 days. If you live in the great state of Florida, get out there and vote for this man. Look at him. He's on his way right now to Pensacola, Florida. He never sleeps. God bless you. God bless President Trump. And God bless the United States. President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, from sea to shining sea, from 
Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA where there's pride in every American heart and it's time we stand and say Pensacola, hello Florida. We love Florida. There's something going on out there, you know. There's a big crowd of people. You know, the other side's getting a little nervous. They're a little bit shaky right now. They're saying, this is worse than four years ago, they're saying. It's really great to be with you. These crowds are incredible. These crowds are incredible. These crowds are. I mean, you can't see it from here. There are people on that side that go all the way down longer than football fields. Way over there. We're also joined by many incredible patriots from the great state of Alabama. We got to say, Alabama. We love Alabama, right? Thank you, Alabama. Eleven days from now, we are going to win my home state of Florida, and we are going to win four more years in the White House, four more great years, four more successful years. Last night, the American people saw the contrast between a five-decade career politician, Sleepy Joe, right? How do you think he did in the debate last night? He was sharp as a tack who is fighting only for himself, and a businessman who's fighting for you. I'm just fighting for you. Biden works for big tech, big media. They're his boss. They're his boss. They keep it nice and quiet. He's got a scandal, corrupt politician. They keep it out. They don't want to let any story go. And I have to give great credit to a paper called The New York Post. I got to give him great credit. Great credit. His big donors, I'd be the greatest of all time at raising money, but I don't want to call up every guy on Wall Street and say, you got to give me $10 million. They'd all give it to me. I would have numbers. I don't need the money. Last time, we did it with a very small fraction of the money that Crooked Hillary used, right? No, but they were saying he raised a lot of money. That means he's making deals. 
it's so easy. I work only for the American people. I work only for you. Joe Biden uses his public office to enrich himself and his family. I use public office to bring jobs and wealth back to American workers and American families. With your vote, we will continue to slash regulations, lower drug prices, favored nations. You know what I'm doing. The drug companies don't exactly like me too much lately. Big Pharma. You know what? Who cares? doing the right thing. Favorite nations. You'll see numbers 50, 60, 70 percent lower. This is the first time in 52 years last year when drug prices came down. Not much, 1 percent, but you know what? First time they've ever come down. But now we're going for the big one. We pay the most of any country in the world by far. We're going for favorite nations where we pay the lowest price anywhere in the world to match. We support our police, our great law enforcement, our police. We protect our Second Amendment, which is under siege, but not with me, it's not. We defend our borders, maintain energy independence. Did you hear Joe last night made a big mistake? He made a big mistake. I said, oh, you're against oil. Well, yes, sir, we would like to get it. Oh, I said, thank you. Texas, are you watching? Right? Pennsylvania. Are you watching? Ohio, are you watching? And then today they came. Well, actually, we're not really against it. We don't know. They didn't know what the hell happened. No, I think he should have lost about five or six states with that one. That was not good. It was his last. That was the last question. It looked like he made it. It looked like it was going to be okay. He got off the stage, going back to his basement. And then they hit him with the energy question. They hit him with a thing called oil. And he said, no, no, we want to wean ourselves off by 2025. I think he meant later than that, but he got the dates mixed up. And somehow they didn't like that in Texas and Pennsylvania and a lot of other places. Even you don't like it. You know why you don't like it? Because you like your gasoline at $2 and less a gallon. Huh? You ever think it's here? That's like, you know what, $2 and less? That's like a big tax cut of which you've had the biggest in the history of our country, by the way. Then you want to ensure more products are proudly stamped with the phrase, made in the USA. That's what we're doing. We will deliver record prosperity, epic job growth, 11.4 million people over the last few months. It's a record. A safe vaccine that quickly ends this horrible pandemic we're rounding the turn with or without the vaccine. We have the vaccines. They're going to be great. But with or without it, we're rounding the turn. Normal life, that's all we want, fully resuming. We want normal life to fully resume. And that's happening. Don't forget, we had the greatest year in the history of our country last year. And then we got hit with the China plague, right? We got hit with the China plague. We signed a great trade deal with China. In fact, three weeks ago, they bought the largest amount of corn, the largest amount of soybeans, beef, everything. Largest deal ever. Largest because they know we're not happy. We're not happy. That's what they did to us. You know,
know, they stopped it from going into the rest of China, but they didn't stop it from coming out to the world, us, Europe, the rest of the world. 188 countries, the China plague. But we have the most successful year that we've ever had. Next year is going to be more successful than last year. That's what we're super big. I gave the largest tax cut in tax reform in American history, and we will cut taxes again for the middle class even more. By contrast, Sleepy Joe Biden will give you the biggest tax hike in history. He's looking to give you the biggest. Think of it. Does anybody have a 401k? Because you can just throw it right out the window if that happens. This election is a choice between a Trump super recovery and a Biden super depression, because that's what you're going to have. It's a choice between a boom and a lockdown. Did you hear him last night? Oh, I'd lock down the country. We're not locking down anything. We're not going to lock down. We've learned about the disease. We understand the disease. We understand the disease. I understand it better than you. I had it. What the hell was that all about, right? Sir, you've tested positive. I said, tested positive for what? But you know, the doctors took great care of me. They're great. Walter Reed, Johns Hopkins. I had more doctors than I ever saw in my life. When you're president, you have a lot of doctors. You're laying down, you got doctors all over the place. Their hands are in every part of your body. And I'm saying, I don't like it. But I wasn't feeling great, and they gave me something that was unbelievable. Next day, I wake up, and I say, man, I feel like Superman. Rip it off. Let's go. I got to get back to work for the American people. We got to get back. Right? We got to get back to work for the American people. No, it's, uh, it's, it was great. I mean, we've learned so much about this disease. And uh, young people, Baron, my son, Baron, the doctor said, sir, Baron tested positive. Like about 15 seconds later, he said, sir, he's all cured. He just, I don't know. They're young. They have a very strong immune system. What can I tell you? I'm, I said, Baron, I'm jealous. As you've heard from his own mouth last night, Joe Biden will delay the vaccine, prolong the pandemic, close your schools, and shut down our country. We're not doing that. We're having a record comeback. And that's despite the Democrat governors not wanting to open up New York, Michigan. You take a look at, you know, Michigan, we won a court case. They said it was unconstitutional. She really ran a tight ship. The only one that was allowed to do whatever he wanted was her husband. Other than that, very tight ship. But North Carolina should be allowed to open up. Pennsylvania should be allowed to open up. You have these governors, they've gone wild. By the way, on November 4th, they'll say, everybody can open up. They're doing this to try and deflate the numbers. But the numbers are so good, it won't matter. It's not going to matter. And you're going to see, you're going to see a number on November 1st. It's GDP, a big deal. And the Atlanta Fed just said they think, they project 35%. This is many times higher than any number in history, like 8%, maybe 9%. 35% because we're coming back. And the reason we can do this is we set up such a strong foundation for the last three years. We're coming back, and we're coming back stronger, and next year will be one of the best economic years we've ever had. 
But Biden would bury you in regulation, dismantle your police departments, dissolve our borders. You don't have borders. You don't have a country, right? Confiscate your guns. Want to get rid of your Second Amendment? If I'm not here, if I'm not here, you don't even have a Second Amendment. You wouldn't have it. Eliminate private health care. 180 million people have incredible private health care. They want to end it. Terminate religious liberty. Destroy the suburbs with regulations where they want to put low-income housing projects into the suburbs. I don't think so. That would be the end of the American dream. And they'll abolish fracking. You saw Joe. He said, there will be no fracking. This is for a year. There will be no fracking. No, 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 no fracking. He said it like 15 times. Then what happens? He gets lucky and he wins because Elizabeth Warren, if she would have left two days early, Crazy Bernie would have run, right? But Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas, took a lot of votes away, right? She took a... So nobody talks about this. But to me, it's very interesting. If she were a true radical left, she should have gotten out before Super Tuesday. Bernie would have gotten more votes. Didn't need many, but she didn't get too many. She didn't do too good, but she got enough. They would have all come from him. He would have won every single state. But I think we like it better this way. What do you think? And we have, you know, last four years ago, we got a lot of Bernie voters. Bernie, I tell you, Bernie is one guy he doesn't mind losing. He is a guy that doesn't mind losing. Because four years ago, they took advantage of him. And now this time was even worse. It's even worse. But Biden also challenged me to find the tape of him desperately repeating and pledging to ban fracking and fossil fuels. So what happened? He said, I never said that. I never said it. Never. And I said, no, you did say it, right? Everybody heard him say it. We could all during the primary then. What do they have? 27 people, right? 27. How did we ever emerge? Here we are. Here we are. Together. Here we are. Remember? We had 17, but they had 27. They had a lot of people. They had Mike Bloomberg. He stood up and he wanted to run. He didn't do too good. Pocahontas took him out pretty quickly. One question. One question. There goes two billion down the drain. So, Joe, I'm going to grant your request because he said, I did not say that I didn't. He said it many times, by the way. I don't want to bore you with playing too many at the times. But he said, no. Then he gets in. He goes to Pennsylvania. And he learned, somebody explains that that's a big fracking state. It's a big, very big energy state. A million people. And he said, oh, yes, we will allow fracking. This is a man with great heart. We will allow fracking. And then he said he never said what he said for the last year and a half. So let's take a look and see whether or not he said it and what he did once he got to Pennsylvania. Go ahead, put it up. Where is it? Would there be any place for fossil fuels wow, including coal and fracking in a Biden administration? No, we would, be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those. I guarantee you we're going to end fossil fuel. No more, no new fracking. I gradually move away from fracking. And I think it's critically important on day one that we end any fossil fuel leases on public land. Uh, well, like, what about they stopping fracking and stopping yeah, the pipeline and yeah, infrastructure? Exactly. They, they want to do the same thing I want to do. They want to phase out fossil fuels, and we're going to phase out fossil fuels. There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking.
Now we have about 15 other ones, but we can't bore you. He said, no fracking. Then he says, fracking, this is not what we need as a president, and for a lot of other reasons, too. That's like the least of them. While I'm president, America will remain, for the first time, energy independent. We're energy independent. And we will continue to be the number one producer of oil and natural gas anywhere in the world. We're number one, bigger than Russia, bigger than Saudi Arabia, by a lot. By a lot. By a lot. Joe Biden has made a corrupt bargain in exchange for his party's nomination. He has handed control of his party over to socialists, communists, Marxists, left-wing extremists. You see them all summer long running up and down the street in Portland, which we could stop in about 15 minutes. All they have to do is call us. And they're filled with hatred, venom, and rage for our country. If Biden wins, the flag-burning rioters on the streets will be running your federal government. They will decide which businesses can exist and which will be outlawed. That's what they want to do. They will decide which rights you can keep and which will be revoked. They will re-educate your children. They will cancel your culture. Although we're making it very hard on them. You saw the withdrawals. I've made them all over the country. They wanted to re-educate our people. They wanted to disrespect our people. It was racist. It was terrible what they were doing. They'll order you to stay at home while letting riders and MS-13 killers roam free. You saw that. Stay home. Don't go to church. They don't want you to go to church. But if you want to riot, in the middle of a main street, you can do it. You want to riot on Fifth Avenue, there's no problem. Can't go to church, but you can riot. In fact, we usually call these friendly protests because you're not allowed to have political parties, right? Now, in this case, you can because we're in a place called Florida and we have a great governor. We have a great governor. Did he say a few words? Did he do a good job? But we don't want to hear from him again, right? <laughs> now, Ron's doing a great job, thank you. The only one better is his first lady. There's no question about it. Great couple. That is great. No, but they have in some states where the only thing you can do is protest. In other words, you can't do anything, but if you want to protest, so we call in certain states this, we call it a protest. It's a very friendly protest. It's great people, but we call it a protest. And nobody's ever had crowds like we've had. If you want your children to grow up in a free nation where they can speak their minds, practice their religion, and live by their values, then you must defeat sleepy Joe Biden and the radical left. You have to do it. Reject left-wing fascism and vote for American freedom. Vote for America first, because that's what we're all about. America first. And you know, when, I, when other countries come in to see me, I say, I'm sorry, it's America first. You know, they've been our allies. Forget about our enemies. Our enemies, obvious, but our allies have taken tremendous advantage of us on trade, on the military. We protect them for nothing. Not anymore, by the way. You know, in NATO, I said, you got to pay. You get $130 billion a year more from me. They didn't do it for 15 years. It went down. $130 billion, going up to $410 billion. 
Nobody's ever seen anything like it. My biggest fan of the whole world is the Secretary General Stoltenberg. Secretary General Stoltenberg of NATO, he said, I've never seen anything like it. So they weren't paying. They were delinquent, many of them. Seven were paying. The rest weren't. And now they're paying. And uh, we're most of them. Or at least they're coming up rapidly. They were, they were delinquent, to use an old word. If you're a moderate Democrat or liberal who knows that your party has gone totally off the rails, you only have to do one thing, join the Republican Party, but more importantly, vote Republican. Stay where you are. And you know, the numbers are coming in extremely strong. I don't want to talk too much about it because there's a lot of cameras back there. That's a lot of fake news back there. A lot of fake news. But you know what happens? We have the great red wave, and that comes at the end when everybody goes out of us. But let me just be very nice, because I don't want to go too far with this, because I'm watching all these people. Oh, well, the president, and maybe he isn't doing We're doing so much better than we were four years ago, and we did great. We did. We'll take that. But we're doing — thank you. I feel the same way about you. Sounds like a nice guy. Sounds like a nice man. But the votes are coming in, and we're way ahead of where we're supposed to be. In fact, in some of the states, we're more than even, and we're not supposed to. We're supposed to be like 80-20 behind, and we're even. And in some cases, we're ahead. And they're saying, what's going on? And they say, like in Texas, a lot of people are showing up. This is great. This could be the end of Trump. Unfortunately, there are people, okay? They got the sash. They got the hat. They got the whole deal. Now, I think we're going to do very well, you know? Remember that? We had the same thing last time. This time, it's even greater. But we had the fake polls. Now, we have some real polls. We're up to in Michigan. That's pretty good, you know? Considering it was decades before somebody won Michigan, we won it last time. Remember that? Donald Trump has won the great state of Michigan. Their heads exploded. Won Michigan. They go, didn't they just say he won Michigan? That hasn't been done in many, many decades. But we're doing great. We're doing much better than we did last time. In fact, we're leading everywhere. I think we're leading everywhere. I'll tell you what, North Carolina doing great. We think in Pennsylvania doing great. They've got to be very careful in Philadelphia. They play games in Philadelphia. And they won't let us watch the count in Philadelphia. Remember, we had a certain Republican running a number of years ago, got almost no votes in Philadelphia. It doesn't work that way. So we're watching Philadelphia. Mark Meadows, we will please watch Philadelphia, Mark Meadows, because I don't like what I'm hearing about Philadelphia. I love Philadelphia. I went to school in Philadelphia. I love it. But you know what? I don't like what I see going on in terms of what's gone on over the past and probably what's going on. Think of it. They fought like hell that we can't watch them count the vote. What's wrong with watching? Why can't we have poll watchers? And so we're in court trying to have poll watchers in Philadelphia. But we're doing great in Pennsylvania. Got to watch Philadelphia. We're doing great all over the place. We're doing really good in Iowa. People don't know it, but we're doing great. How could Iowa not go with us when I've given farmers $28 billion? Thank you, China, very much, okay? From China. And ethanol and everything else. Now we're doing great in Iowa. We're doing great. I mean, we're doing great. But we're really doing tremendous in Florida, so I just want to let you know that. Alabama, by the way, your neighbor in Alabama. Oh. oh. 
right. How many people here are from Alabama? How many people here are from Florida? Alabama has been great. I'm up so much in Alabama, right? And you have a great candidate, the coach. You know, a coach, another great coach. He's won three national championships. Urban Meyer, I was talking to him. We're talking about your coach slash Senate candidate, which hopefully will be soon. And Urban said, not only is he a great guy, he's a great coach. He's a great coach. And he's going to be a fantastic senator, so that's good. So say hello to him, Alabama. I'm glad I knew about this whole deal in terms of your location. Can you imagine if I didn't call out Alabama for being a great state? Can you imagine? I'd be in big trouble. I'd be in big trouble. Now we're way up in Alabama. Alabama has been good for day one. I'm voting early tomorrow in Florida, and I urge every one of you to do the same. Go and vote. I'm here to vote. We just left the villages. Did you ever hear the villages? Now, those are Trump fans. They get in those golf carts and they will take on anyone. Nobody messing with them. Thank you. The first thing, crazy Nancy Pelosi and crying Chucks. Have you ever seen Sherman? Every time he wants to put on, say, Christ, we call him crying Chuck. But I've known him all my, I've known him so long. I gave him one of his first contributions, maybe his first. Can you believe it? Long time ago, I've known him for a long time. I never saw him cry. He only cries in front of a large crowd. It's an amazing thing. But the first thing that Biden and crazy Nancy and crying Chuck, first thing they do, they'll want to pack the Supreme Court of the United States with radical left judges who will eliminate your Second Amendment. Now, by the way, if you're pro-life, they will wipe that out so fast. They'll wipe out every one of your rights. They're going to pack it. They're going to pack your court. They're going to get rid of the filibuster. They're going to do things like you wouldn't believe. They're going to add D.C. so they'll pick up another couple of senators, right? They'll pick, add D.C. and a congressman or two. No, we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. You know, one of the reasons they say I got elected was because I put out a list of 25 great conservative judges. And a lot of people, they said 22% of the people voted for me. I never believed that, but the fact is, I guess it must be so. But Joe doesn't, he won't even say whether or not he's going to pack the court. You know why? Because he has no idea. Other people are telling him, Joe, you're going to pack the court. Okay, yes, sir. And Joe, he doesn't know. You know, you could have 16, 18, 19, 20, 21 judges. It's crazy. He's got to give us a list because nobody ever says this. They say you got to say about packing. You can't vote for him if he's going to pack the court. And you can't vote for him unless he gives a list where he swears that he is going to take people only from that list. And it has to be a sane list, not a radical left crazy list. And he's not even, people aren't even talking to him about that. He has no idea who he's going to put on. How about if you had a Supreme Court with radical left judges? We would have an entirely different country. 
So he's got to give us a list and he's got to talk about it, you know? They didn't want to talk about it last night at the debate. They should have mentioned. How did I do last night, by the way? You know, when you love your country, it's sort of easy to do. Somebody said, that's a, you know, we had a tremendous number of people watching Super Bowl type numbers, I guess, right? Bigger. Because you know, people like aren't happy with the NFL right now. You know that, right? They're not happy. They're not happy, but hopefully that'll, uh, they'll be starting to respect our flag and respect our country. That's starting to happen. Look at, look at basketball. The finals were down 71%. You know why? Because people want respect for our nation, for our flag. The radical Biden-Harris agenda is projected to slash the typical American income by $6,500 over a very short period of time. That's a middle-class nightmare. For the last 47 years, Joe Biden has been outsourcing your jobs, opening your borders, and sacrificing American blood and treasure in endless foreign wars. We're bringing them back. 19 years, we're bringing them all back. They're coming back. Except where we keep the oil, keeping some oil. Where we keep the oil, we're leaving the fuel. In 2016, Florida voted to fire this depraved political establishment. You elected an outsider as president who is finally putting America first, making America great again. And you've seen over the last two weeks, Joe Biden is a corrupt politician and he's compromised, fully compromised. China is desperate for Biden to win because if Biden wins, China wins. And if China wins, China will own America. They will own America. And they're not playing games. They don't want me to win. Did you see where Russia and Iran are going? Here we go, Russia, Russia, Russia again. How about this, Adam Schiff, Shifty Schiff? A perfect watermelon head. He looks just like a watermelon. He goes, I believe that the laptop was conceived and dedicated by Russia. Everyone say, Russia again? Oh, Russia again? No, it's not Russia. DNI, they came out, they said, not Russia. But you know what it is? It's, I call it the laptop from hell, right? There's more stuff in that laptop, and they say that you haven't seen anything yet. This corruption is exactly why I decided to run for president in the first place. One of the reasons. For years, I watched one betrayal after another as politicians like Joe Biden sold out American workers at every turn, shattering the lives of millions of American families while their families raked in. They just raked in billions of dollars. Biden goes to China. The sun comes in, takes a billion and a half dollars to manage. He goes to Ukraine, right? He gets $183,000 a month to sit on a board. Well, he must have vast energy knowledge. No, he doesn't know anything about energy. This young person right in the front row knows more about energy than he does. 
And then Biden says, we're not giving you a billion dollars. We're not giving you the billion dollars unless you get rid of the prosecutor that's investigating this company that my son's on. And unless you get rid of this prosecutor that's looking into my son. And they said, what do you mean? We're not giving you the billion from the United States. And they get rid of the prosecutor. He goes, whoa, let them have the money. And that's okay. That's not okay. That's not okay. And there are many other instances. This is corrupt and corruption like nobody's ever seen. So I couldn't sit by and watch that. I couldn't sit by and watch these horrible trade deals that are ripping off America all the time. I couldn't sit back and watch China year after year after year. Hundreds of billions of dollars they made. And we have a much different attitude toward China now, much different. They are coming after me, a lot of people in Washington. By the way, nobody's ever gone through what I've gone through, nobody. No president's ever gone through this. No president. Anybody else would have gone to a corner, sat down in the corner of a room, put their thumb in their mouth, and say, Mommy, Mommy, take me home, please. Take me home. Nobody's ever gone through a fake impeachment based on a perfect phone call. The phone call was perfect. Based on a, a, a phony statement made by some people. Did you ever see Shifty Shift get up in front of Congress and imitate my call? Except it had nothing to do with my call. But by that time, they were already, that ship had sailed. But it was great. We went up. People appreciate what we go through. And people now see the corruption in Washington, the corruption in the media, because the media is just as corrupt as anybody, anybody on Earth. And I would say that big tech is not distinguishing itself. I mean, they're not exactly uh, doing so great in making themselves look legit. How about big tech? They don't want to put something on. They don't put it on. But you know what? Can I tell you what? People are wise to it. They're wise to it. They see what's happening. So they're coming after me because I'm standing up for you. I'm standing up for this country. I'm standing up for the United States of America. And that's the way it is. That's the way. And if I don't sound like a typical Washington politician, it's because I'm not a politician. That's what you want. And if I don't always play by the rules of Washington and the Washington establishment, and by the way, if I did, we would have lost a long time ago. It's because I was elected to fight for you, and I fought harder than any president in the history of this country. Joe Biden spent his entire time in the Senate, long, long days, hours, nights, working to cut your Social Security. You don't know about that. And to cut your Medicare. People don't know about that. He denies it. He denied it last night. He denied it last night. So today, I want to show you a second clip. You know, I'm into clips. Take a look. Have you been on the floor of the Senate? Let me ask you a question, Joe. You're right here with me. Have you been on the floor of the Senate? You were in the Senate for a few years. Yeah. Time and time again, talking about the necessity with pride about cutting Social Security 
cutting Medicare, cutting veterans programs. No. You never said that? No. When I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans. I meant every single solitary thing in the government. Look, here's the Your Honor's got, why don't you just tell the truth? You all have to say. I, I am telling the truth. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice, I tried it the third time, and I tried it the fourth time. Joe, let me repeat it again. I want you just to be straight to be I am saying that you have been on the floor of the Senate time and time again talking about the need to cut Social Security, Medicare, and veterans programs. Is that true or is that? No, it's not true. What that is not true? That is not true. I meant veterans, but I meant every single solitary thing in the government. Everything was on the table. I did not support any of those cuts in Social Security or in veterans. Whoa, benefits. whoa, whoa. Everything was on the table. All right, you're right. You just said it. Including, in your judgment, cuts to Social Security and veterans. In order to get the kinds of changes we need on other okay. things related. Joe, but, just, but we did not cut it. I, I know, because people it. like me helped stop that. All that I would say to the American people, go to YouTube. It's all over the place. Joe said it many, many times. I'm surprised. You know, you can defend it or change your mind on it, but you can't deny the reality. So when I said last night he tried to cut Social Security, he said he didn't. Just like he said, he never talked about fracking. Look at that. There it is. There it is. Thank you, Bernie. I appreciate it, Bernie. Thank you very much. Bernie Sanders, everybody. Great Bernie Sanders. As president, I will always protect your Medicare, and I will always protect your Social Security, okay? One of the issues most important to me is taking care of our great, amazing veterans. And we have a lot of them here tonight, right? Under Biden and Obama, our veterans were neglected, mistreated, abused, and left on the secret wastelands. That's what they were. It was just a wasteland. They were on waiting lists forever. Nothing got done. They'd have to wait for doctors for two weeks, four weeks. The VA's Office of Inspector General found that over 300,000 veterans died under the last administration waiting for care. When I came into office, I signed the VA Accountability Act. More than 11,500 VA workers who are not giving our veterans the kind of care and respect that they deserved. We said, get out, you're fired. Get out. You couldn't fire anybody. They could be sadists, they could be thieves, you could you couldn't fire anybody. We got it passed. It's called VA accountability. It was a big deal. For 42 years, they tried to get it done. We got it done. Then to help veterans get the care they need, when they need it, we approved Veterans Choice, and we made it permanent. And now, 91% approval rating in the VA. It's never happened before. And for our veterans, the days of the deadly wait lists that you had under Joe Biden are over. So thank you to the veterans. Great people. Thank you very much.
We also secured record funding for the VA, including $9.6 billion for mental health services in 2020. Every VA medical facility now offers same-day emergency mental health care. We have dramatically expanded telehealth for our nation's veterans, which is a big, great thing. And we even set up a White House VA hotline, which I promised as a candidate has fielded more than, right now, 460,000 calls. They actually call into the White House, successfully resolving 96 percent of veterans' concerns and problems. We've also taken strong action to protect our veterans during the global pandemic. When the China virus arrived, we launched the largest mobilization since World War II. Our early and aggressive action saved more than 2 million lives. Remember this. Biden kept saying, oh, we should have acted quicker, except when I closed it down, the ban to China. That was in January. Two months later, he was saying, I shouldn't have done it. It's just nonsense. And by the way, when he did his H1N1, he calls it the opposite, right? The swine flu. It was one of the great, far less lethal, by the way, but it was one of the great catastrophes. Nobody knew what the hell they were doing. They had no clue. We pioneered incredible therapies and reduced the fatality rate 85 percent. Think of that. And here I am. Here I am. I'm here. We saved tens of millions of jobs by passing the largest financial rescue package in history, totaling over $3 trillion. We saved so much, and a lot went to this great state. We're fighting to get stimulus checks for American workers. Nancy Pelosi wants to give stimulus checks to illegal aliens. We don't want that. And to large bailout states. She wants to bail out states that are not doing well. Unlike Florida and unlike Alabama, states that are not doing well. I'm working to make the antibody treatment I received available to anybody that needs it free. Free. Because it wasn't your fault. We'll have 100 million vaccine doses before the end of the year, and maybe substantially before. And that will help. It's going away anyway. We're rounding that curve. We're rounding that corner. But the vaccine will help it. It'll speed it up. Joe Biden's plan will crush America. My plan will crush the virus. We're going to get back to normal. We just want to be where we were seven months ago. We will eradicate this pandemic and defeat the scourge from China once and for all. So we're joined today by incredible people. Ron DeSantis, you said hello to, and Casey, you said hello to. But I just want to tell you, you have a great governor and you have a great, great first lady. Thank you very much. He is a great governor, I'll tell you that. And Casey is fantastic. So. We have a warrior, and he's a good guy, but he loves to fight, and he loves his state, and he loves fighting for Florida, and he loves fighting for our country, and his name is Representative Matt Gates. Where is he? Where is he? What a good guy he is. Thank you, Matt. They like you, Matt. And Congressman Neil Dunn, a real warrior. Thank you very much. Thank you, Congressman. You're looking good. 
You're looking good. Thank you. Your state's chief financial officer, Jimmy Petronas. Jimmy, thank you. Jimmy, how are the finances doing? Okay, I think so. Pretty good in Florida, right? Every time the governor comes, I'll tell you, if something happens, if it rains, like a little rain, sir, could I see you? I say, talk over the phone. No, no, I have to come up. It's the panhandle or it's someplace. Sir, could we have 250 million? Why? It rained. Now, when there's a hurricane, then they're talking about the big stuff, right? The billions. But I've come through every single time for this state, right? Every single time, right, Jimmy? And candidate for Alabama's first congressional seat, Jerry Carl. Where's Jerry? You look good, Jerry. Good. How's it going? Good? All right. Well, you have my total endorsement. You know that. So go get him. Go get him. Tonight, I also want to express my love and support for all the families here on the Panhandle who were affected by Hurricane Sally and other recent storms. You've been hit a lot. But we're there. Whenever you get hit, I'm right behind that storm. Right behind it. We take care of it. We take care of it. Last month, I approved a major disaster declaration for the state of Florida. And together, we will rebuild the panhandle stronger than ever before. We're doing it right now. Stronger and better. Rebuilt stronger. We do plenty of others, but I won't tell you about everything because we don't have enough time. I could be here all night about what we're doing for Florida and for Alabama. For decades, our politicians spent trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, and defending foreign borders. But now we are finally protecting our nation, rebuilding our cities, and we are bringing our jobs, our factories, and our troops back home to the USA. Enough already, enough. Coming back. A lot of them coming back. They're coming back, our troops. They're coming back fast. We have not only achieved energy independence, we've done it while protecting our pristine environment. The environment's very important. I said last night, we want the cleanest water. We want the cleanest air. We want things, you know, carbon emissions are now at a 35-year low. And we're not in the Paris Accord. We don't feel like spending trillions of dollars and destroying our businesses, okay? How's it doing for Paris? Not so well. I recently signed an order placing a moratorium on offshore drilling right off the coast of Florida. Your governor asked for it. Your two senators. I tell you what, Rick Scott. Marco, where's Marco? He's here someplace, and Rick Scott. They asked for it. They all wanted it, and we got it. Under my leadership, we achieved the most secure border in U.S. history, and we are finishing the wall with nearly 400 miles already built, and this is the wall they wanted. This is the wall the Border Patrol wanted. And we now have just about the safest southern border we've ever had, but we'll be finished very soon with the wall. And by the way, Mexico is paying for the wall, just so you understand. You know, they like to say. And I made one mistake. I should have said, we will never, ever build a wall. Then the Democrats would have said, oh, no, we want a wall. But, but we got it done. We got it done. That was not easy. That was a tough one. We had that party. Look, we 
built the military, we did money, you know, coming in for military, everything. But the wall, they didn't want to give us 10 cents. And it's one of the biggest projects that we've ever built in this country. And it is exactly what Border Patrol wanted. I said, how about concrete slab? No, sir, we have to be able to see through it. How about concrete something else? It's much cheaper. No, sir, we need steel, concrete, and rebar. I said, oh, that's great. Thank you very much. Because in every spike, we have concrete, and we have very powerful rebar. But we got the — it's going to be done very soon. And it has given us, and especially during the pandemic, where we really need it, it's given us the safest border we've had in many, many, many decades. And people can come into our country, and we want them to come into our country, but we want them to come in legally, and we want them to come in through merit. We want people that can help our country. Last night, Joe Biden vowed that his immigration policy will be catch and release. He thinks it's great. You catch a criminal, murderer, rapist, you catch the criminal, and you release the criminal into our country. And you say, in four years, you have to be back for a court case, right? But they never came back. We had an argument. It turned out to be right. He said, and then they come back. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't think he, I don't think he had a clue. He said, and then they come back and they go to trial. Isn't it wonderful? No, Congressman, not too wonderful, right? Catch and release, not easy. I ended it because what happened is nobody ever came back. I said last night, only people with an extremely low IQ came back. They didn't come back. Why would they come back? They're free in our country. So we ended that, and we ended plenty of other things like that. In other words, he wants totally open borders, as the Democrats do. And if you have open borders, if you don't have a border, you don't have a country. You no longer have a country. It's the most radical immigration proposal in American history, perhaps anywhere in the world. Other countries have borders. We fight for other countries to help them with their border. And then we don't protect our own border. No, it's not working that way. It doesn't work that way anymore. Number one, we're letting other countries fight for their own borders, which is also good. If Joe and Kamala are elected, it will trigger a tsunami of illegal immigration, the likes of which you've never seen. Millions will come from scores of countries all over the world to take advantage of us. No community in the United States will be spared to serve his donors. Biden last night pledged mass amnesty within the first 100 days. He wants to give mass amnesty. Tens of millions of people. He wants to give priority to illegal aliens. My priority is to American workers and to America's great citizens. The American people will decide this election. It's the most important election we've ever had in this country. And you know, because of what happened four years ago, I used to be torn. I said, well, that was so big. It was so important. This is a more important election, a more important. And remember again, because I never say it, I don't say it enough, Supreme Court, Supreme Court, and judges, we will have approved over 300 judges by the end of my first summer record. Federal judges, including Court of Appeal judges, and three Supreme Court justices. And we'll have, hopefully on Monday, Amy, Coney, Barrett,
Amy Coney Barrett. Hey, she's popular. People love her. She did fantastically. They were trying to hit her. How bad did Kamala look going against Amy? Right? And by the way, Bobby Bowden, you saw that? How good. He beat, he beat the plague. He said, I did it because I want to vote for Trump. He's 91. What a great coach. What a, thank you, Bobby. I'm in your territory, Bobby. I want to say thank you very much. You know, Bobby Bowden, so he, and he was really a hell of a coach. He won a lot of, he won like 340 games. He won two national championships. But, you know, I didn't really know, but he said, no, he had it. He was very ill and he beat it. And he said, the thing that makes me happiest because I want to vote for November 3rd for President Trump. How about that, Bobby Bowden? Thank you, Bobby. Tough guy, great guy, great coach. We invested $2.5 trillion in the U.S. military, including $1.5 billion in Tyndall Air Force Base right after Hurricane Michael. That was a big deal. That was a deal where your governor came. And your governor wanted me pleased because you know what I was going to do? I had a great idea because it's a very big and it's right on the water. And I said, you know, I'm being a developer. I said, you know, this land, for an airplane, the way we make them today, they go so quick, you can be over this area like in about two minutes. What we'll do is we'll sell this to the developers for billions, right? Right on the water, right on the ocean, right? We'll sell it for billions of dollars. You don't need this good a location because it was wiped out. And we'll build inward a little bit. We'll buy some land for two cents. And we'll build a new beautiful airport because it was really wiped out by Michael. I think it was by Michael, right? And your governor didn't like that idea. He wasn't thrilled. I said, look, this is a great thing. We can make a fortune. No, I don't like it. So I said, all right, the heck with it. I then visited a general and a colonel, and we had all sorts of people, and they all wanted to be there. So we rebuilt it, and now it's thriving again, right? It's thriving again. Yep. Dindal. We killed the leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi. They've been looking for him for years. We took out the mass murder of American troops and many other people. Soleimani is dead. Bad guy, bad, bad guy. I withdrew from the last administration's disastrous Iran nuclear deal. They paid $150 billion for nothing. They then gave $1.8 billion in cash. Cash, $1.8 billion. You ever see what that looks like? I recognized the true capital of Israel, and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem. And instead of never-ending wars, we are forging peace in the Middle East. And did you see what happened today, right? Did you see it? Sudan, another country that just came into the deal. Peace, you know what this is? Peace in the Middle East without blood all over the sand. Turns out I'm the candidate of peace. Do you believe it? Everybody said Trump will be in war. Remember, we were going to go into war with North Korea. Whatever happened, we get along. I get along. I get along with him. He's a little different, and that's okay. I guess I am too. But President Obama said the biggest single problem the country has, this is when I first took office, sitting down, the two chairs, yellow chairs, sitting down. The biggest problem. I said, what's the biggest problem? He said, North Korea. And he felt we were going to go to war in North Korea. In the meantime, where's the war, right? Where's the war? 
and it's uh, just sort of all going to work out, you know? I said, did you ever call him? No, but actually they did. They wanted to meet, and they couldn't get a meeting. And we've met, as you know, and we just, uh, look, I don't say what's going to ultimately happen, but that was three and a half years ago. And I have a feeling it's going to work out just fine. Biden is a candidate of endless war and needless death. I did more in 47 months than Sleepy Joe Biden did in 47 years. A vote for Republicans is a vote for safe communities, great jobs, and a limitless future for all Americans. A vote for Republicans is a vote for the American dream, not the American nightmare. Look at all those people. Look at all of those people. Someday I'd love to be able to make a speech where there are no cameras. I can just speak and just relax. Take it nice and easy, have a lot of fun. Because if they ever catch you making even the slightest mistake, it's headlines. Headlines all over the world. You know, I said one thing the other day. I said, suburban women, please love me. Please. I beg Please. Because you see, suburban women, I have saved suburbia. I've gotten rid of the worst regulation. Thank you. Suburban women. No, but I said, and I said kiddingly and sarcastically, however, suburban women, please love me. Look, I've gotten rid of the worst regulation. It's a terrible thing what they want to do to suburbia. You're going to have crime. You're going to have low-income housing right next to your beautiful house. It's not good. And they said to me in a question from a fake news organization, why are you begging suburban women to love you? I said, I said, I'm really not. You know, these are bad people, okay? These are bad people. But suburban women should love me. I'm the greatest thing that ever happened to them because I'm saving suburbia. And you know, these radical, crazy anarchists, you know, the next thing they hit, they've said that they'd like to hit suburbia. With me, they're not hitting suburbia. They won't even get close to your house. They won't get close to your community. But with Sleepy Joe, Suburbia will be next. You know who he wants to put in charge overlooking this whole thing? Cory Booker. Cory Booker will be in charge of your regulation. So, suburban women, I think you have to love me. But I love you. Over the next four years, we will make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world. And we will end our reliance on China once and for all. It's already started. We will hire more police, increase penalties for assaults on law enforcement. Do we love our police? Yes. I have the endorsement of almost every police organization in the country, including New York's finest, and they've never done it before. They've never done it before. I have Chicago police, Florida sheriffs, those Florida sheriffs. There are a lot of them. There are a lot of them here tonight. Those Florida sheriffs are tough. They know what they're doing. Texas, Oklahoma, everybody. Remember the other debate I said, which debate did you like more? I thought they were both good. Which did you like more, the first one? Second? Well, there's two ways of doing it, the tough way or the nicer way. Last time, 
Two ways of doing it. But I said to him, I said, let me ask you, give me one name of one law enforcement group that endorsed you. He couldn't do it, right? Then I said, say the words, law and order, Joe. Just say the words. I won't do that. Say the words, Joe, law and order. He wouldn't do it, right? He wouldn't do it. So if that's what you want as your president, you're not going to have a country for long, okay? Remember that. We will ban deadly sanctuary cities. We will uphold religious liberty, free speech, the right to life, and the right to keep and bear arms. We will always stand with the people of Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela, and their righteous struggle for freedom. We will stand with the people of Colombia. We're working very closely with them in their fight against the narco-terrorists. We will strike down terrorists who threaten our citizens. And we will keep America out of endless foreign wars. And when I said we rebuilt our military, $2.5 trillion, all made in the USA. We have the greatest equipment in the history of any military. We are the pride of the world, in a sense. We are, if you look at Russia, if you look at China, everybody's envious. We have the best rockets and missiles. Our nuclear is now fixed and ready. And hope to God you never have to use it. And the only way you will never have to use it is when you have it. And it's in great shape, great shape. Hope to God we never have to use it. We have the super-duper missiles, I call them, right? The super-dupers that go seven times as fast as the ones we had. They're now called old-fashioned, right? We have uh, equipment that nobody's ever had before. No, no country has ever had what we have. We have the F-35. We have brand new, which is super stealth, right? I asked the pilots, why do they like this plane? Well, sir, the enemy can't see it. I said, that sounds good to me. What do I know? But we have new tankers. We have new everything. We have the greatest new military we've ever had. And you know what? Let's stay out of the wars. But we'll build it up stronger and better. And we will have peace through strength. Now, we have a missile, though. It's hydrosonic, it's called. And we have a missile. It's so fast, you can't see it. You can't shoot it. You can't do anything with it. And frankly, uh, another group stole our plans during the Obama administration. They also have one. But ours is even faster. Ours is even more powerful. And we have things that nobody can even come close to. So we are the envy of the world in that way. And again, we're never going to use it. Because when you have it, you don't have to use it. When you don't have it, that's when you need it. And that's never going to be our position. It's never going to be our position. We will never let that happen in our country. You know, when I first came in, a general said to me, highly overrated general, I have to be honest with you, highly overrated. He said, sir, we don't have ammunition. I said, no president should ever hear that again. And you know what? No president should ever go through what this president went through in this country. They spied on our campaign, and they got caught.
was treason at the highest level. Let's see what happens. But they spied in our campaign and they got caught. No president should ever have to go through that again. We will end surprise medical bill, require price transparency, already done, further reduce the cost of prescription drugs, that's favored nations, down 80%, 70%. I tell you, Big Pharma's not happy with me. And we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. We will land the first woman on the moon, and the United States will be the first nation to land an astronaut on Mars. And NASA is now the preeminent space center in the world by far. And when I took over four years ago, it was a mess. It was a mess. A lot of things were. The ISIS caliphate was all over the place. We've destroyed 100% of the ISIS caliphate. We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our schools. We will teach our children to love our country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, In God We Trust. For years, you had a president who apologized to America. What happened? Look, you would have, this was like the apology tour. Remember when he went to all these countries and he would apologize for us, for America. We don't need anybody apologizing for us. But you had a, you had a president who apologized for America. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the great state of Florida. I have gone into battle for you each day over the last four years. Hasn't been pleasant at all, Kate. People say, how the hell do you do it? I do it because I love this country and because we're making changes like nobody has any idea. On election day, to continue our movement, I am going to rely on you. Get out and vote. We cannot take a chance. Get out and vote. Vote early. Bring your friends, your family, your neighbors, your co-workers. Even grab your boss and say, come on, boss, you're coming to vote. You got to vote. Most important election we've ever had. I really believe that. Because you have a radical left group that can uh, very bad things. You look at Venezuela, you look at other countries. This is just a massively large version of that if you have the wrong people in. Together, we are going to make history once again. That was history. Remember that four years ago? Look at you. I bet you do. Uh, what an evening that was, right? Donald Trump has won the state of Florida, remember? Donald Trump has won the state of Alabama. And right up the coast, Georgia, we won, and we won North Carolina, South Carolina, Pennsylvania. Right up the coast, we won. And then we won Michigan. Louisiana, you're right. We won Louisiana by a lot, right? They love Louisiana. I love Louisiana, too. Talking about helping them with hurricanes, right? I hope them a lot. From Tampa to Tallahassee, from Jacksonville to Fort Lauderdale, 
And from Orlando to right here in Pensacola, we stand on the shoulders of red-blooded American patriots who poured out their hearts, sweat, and soul to secure our liberty and defend our freedom. So important. We inherit the legacy of American heroes who crossed the oceans, blazed the trails, settled the continent, tamed the wilderness, laid down the railroads, dug out the Panama Canal, raised up the great skyscrapers, won two world wars, defeated fascism and communism. And from here, in this beautiful, gorgeous state that I love so much, landed our brave American astronauts on the face of the moon. We made America into the single greatest nation in the history of the world, and the best is yet to come. It's coming. But not if you allow somebody to raise your taxes, because they're going to raise your taxes, and that's going to be it. Proud citizens like you help build this country, and together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people, with your help, your devotion, and your drive. We are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together with the incredible people of Florida, we have made America powerful again. We have made America wealthy again, stock market. We have made America strong again, our military. We have made America proud again. We have made America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Florida. Thank you, Alabama. Thank you. Thank you.
Welcome back to Bright Side Broadcasting Network. We are live here still at the conclusion of President Trump's Make America Great Again rally in Pensacola, Florida. He has just wrapped up his speech. Um, he was brought on by Florida governor to open the speech for him today. And then President Trump brought the crowd to a grand finale with YMCA. He just walked off dancing. What did you think of tonight's rally? I think tonight was absolutely fantastic. President Trump delivered his message to the state of Florida and to the American people as to why he needs to be re-elected for four more years of a Trump administration. And I do believe we're going to see it because the energy in this uh, this crowd tonight was just absolutely off the charts. Thank you. We had great turnout at both of President Trump's rallies. He started the villages at 4 p.m. His speech began here around 7 p.m. So big day of campaigning for the Trump 2020 campaign and a very successful one at that. We want to say thank you for watching Right Side Broadcasting Network. Don't turn out just yet. We are still alive. We're still here. We still have a lot of excitement behind us. Waiting for Air Force One to take off with the 45th president. But also don't forget, Right Side Broadcasting Network is almost entirely viewer funded, meaning we rely on your donations to keep us going. We're not like mainstream media that has their big investors and their corporate heads that tell them exactly what to say and what to edit. We are live. We are uninterrupted and unscripted. Your donations are what allow us to stay in business and to broadcast these incredible and exciting rallies. There are a number of ways you can support Right Side Broadcasting Network. One of the easiest is to make sure you are constantly sharing our stream, following us on social media. I'll get into that, but one of the most important Again, we rely on more donations. There are a number of ways you can contribute to Right Side Broadcasting Network for your donations. The first one is the YouTube Super Chat. So if you click the dollar sign on the YouTube Super Chat, donate absolutely any amount. We'll be reading some of those off in just a second. You can also donate via the website. That's www.rspnetwork.com forward slash donate. Again, that's www.rspnetwork.com forward slash donate. The third way is by sending a check. So this is the non-electronic form of donation. You can send a check to 1550 Opelika Road, Suite 6, Box 344, Auburn, Alabama, 36830. I also want to say thank you to Disney Coins. They've been our partners for today's rally. They're absolutely incredible. We cannot praise them enough. They're a precious metals company specializing in silver and copper coins. They come in one-ounce coins, two-ounce coins, four-ounce silver bars, keychains. You name it, they have it, and they want to put it in your hands. So check out all of their designs here at Right Side Broadcast Network. We are collecting all of them. We hope you'll join us. Once you get them, be sure to tag us on Instagram and Twitter so we can repost your photos. And when you find something you love on their website, use code RSBN for a percentage off at checkout. Don't forget they're doing a massive giveaway in honor of the presidential election. So check that out on the left-hand side of the screen under the giveaways tab. Whew. All right, hopefully you guys followed all that. I know it's a lot, but we have to fight. We have a... 10 days left at this point, um, 10 days left until the election, and then I'm guessing a few weeks to count those votes. So I don't know if he's going to be campaigning during those few weeks. I don't know what's going to happen. Do you think the rallies are going to cut off on November 2nd? I certainly hope so. I hope we don't have to go to counting ballots. I think the president's going to win by such a landslide on election night. But we truly don't know, and we will see what happens come November 2nd. I hope you're right. I hope you're right, too. I just don't know. This is crazy what the Dems are willing to do. They're willing to pull any card they possibly can. Um, and we also want to bring up 
one of our CEO's best friends, Lee, to give a few words. He got to walk around and really, so you got to really kind of explore this rally, walk around a little bit and see the crowds. Did anything stand out to you at tonight's rally? Well, I've been to several of these rallies and uh, there was a lot of people here. There was a lot of enthusiasm. Um, you know, it was just, you know, I'm really proud to be here, you know, and, I, and Joe, I want to thank you for allowing me to uh, uh, experience this. This is really amazing to see the President of the United States right out there fly up in Air Force One. It, it's just super cool. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, how would you compare this rally to the midterm rally in Florida in 2018 that we were together at? Um, I would say that I think there was probably more people here, you know? Uh, it, it's pretty big. Do you think Florida's going to vote for President Trump again in 2020? You know, it's interesting you ask me that question because I voted early yesterday. And when I voted, they said they had four times more people vote at this time than last time. So that's pretty interesting. Hopefully, right? hopefully that's a good turnout. Hopefully it's a good turnout. Of, that's right. All right. Well, thank you for being here with us, Lee. You can help me wrap up. Um, don't forget, get your donations in right side broadcasting network. Support Disney Coins. They've been incredible to work with. And we have 11 rallies coming up in the next few days. I'm going to list them off before signing off really quick, just so you guys know what to expect. We have North Carolina, Ohio, and Wisconsin tomorrow. So three rallies tomorrow. On Sunday, we have Londonbury, New Hampshire. Monday, we have two rallies. And on Tuesday, we have three rallies. I don't have the cities right now. We, I'm literally going home and making a master chart, getting everything scheduled. And we'll be posting those to our Twitter, um, our schedule in just a moment this evening. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at RSB Network. You can follow me as well. I'm on Twitter at 